0: This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani.
1: This report is sponsored by Benjamin Steakhouse. And speaking of Benjamin Steakhouse, it's right there off the Springbrook Parkway and the Greenberg exit nearby where I live. And as soon as you get off the exit, you see a row of Zeldin signs. I don't know about you guys, Laura, Andrew, Sid, I have yet to see a hokul sign anywhere except for when I went early voting this past weekend by like the polling place with all the other signs. But as far as on somebody's front lawn uh, or along the highway or any kind of grassy area, only Zeldin signs, even homemade Zeldin signs.
0: I mean, especially in my community in uh, Bell Harbor, in the Pons Rockaway, you've got three signs, Andrew, Laura and uh, Lydia on every lawn. Paul King, Thomas Sullivan running for assembly
2: in Queens, and Lee Mm -hmm. Zeldin. All three of those signs, as you know, Andrew, on just about every lawn in in Rockaway. Lydia, Lauren, one of the things that actually was really interesting to me was being out in Staten Island. I've been in Staten Island now for, I think, three of the last six days or something like that. Even the few houses, and obviously there are a lot more Nicole Malliotakis signs, but even the few houses that have Max Rose signs... They don't have hokul signs on them, which I find fascinating in looking at how the up-ticket versus down-ticket are going to do. Now
0: what about out on Long Island, Laura? Are you, are you seeing any hocal enthusiasm, any signs, anything? I'm, to Lydia's point.
3: I'm seeing a lot of down-ballot Democratic signs, but interestingly enough, I noticed the same thing. A right. lot of Zeldin, mm-hmm. not a lot of hocal signs. Wow. And I, I live in a majority-minority community. We have three voting Democrats in my house, and we have not received one piece of mail. There's not one really? Republican in your house? Not one? No.
2: Oh yeah, yeah yeah. You would think no. with the forty five million dollars that the campaign <laughs> took in that they would <laughs> that they would at least
0: I, hit you up and with I, some mailers. And, and
3: also living in a, you know, a diverse community, yeah. those are the votes that need yeah. to come out.
0: hundred percent. Yep. Which yeah. I thought was interesting. Yeah. So,
3: but Lydia, you're in Westchester and we were just talking mm-hmm. the three of us in the break, that Westchester can really be the firewall for Hochul. If she gets sixty percent of the vote, she probably wins the race. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with it, that? It, yeah.
1: I, I I totally agree with that. And Westchester, it can go either way. I mean, we're t- if you go to northern Westchester, if you go right there on the border of Putnam, that's traditionally red. But if you right where I am in uh, Hartsdale, Scarsdale, this lower Westchester area, it, it can go either way. And like I said, I don't know, I'm not hearing the enthusiasm for, for Hochul. I'm just hearing it all for Zeldin. One of my friends who's been a lifelong Democrat, he's a gay black man. He lives in the Bronx. He showed, he took a picture of his ballot. I don't know if that's illegal or not, but he'd sent it to me and he voted Democrat all the way, except when it came for the governor. He said, Listen, I take the train. And the fact that she won't even say that there's crime, the fact that she has no plan except to, what, put extra, put the same cops, but just extra overtime, 1,200 cops with overtime hours just on the train. He's like, She doesn't care to make me safe. And for the first time in his life, he voted for Republican. He voted for Zeldin. So I think that's what we're going to see. I think we'll see a lot of the traditional candidates. Obviously, I think Schumer will win. I like Joe Pinion. I think he's fantastic. But I'm seeing polling between Tish James and Michael Henry. It's close, even though a lot of people don't even know. A lot of people don't even know who's running against Tish James, but they don't like her. No, they don't.
0: Yep. And that's why you're going to see Republicans, for example, my friend Ralph up on Arthur Avenue, he just texted me, he voted Republican up and down Mm -hmm. the ticket. But you will see, Laura and Andrew and Lydia, to to Lydia's last point, you will see Democrats that'll vote Democrats down the ticket, but still vote for Lee Zeldin. You're not going to see Republicans voting for any Democrat, but Democrats may still vote for Lee Zeldin. Is that fair to say, Laura?
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: And Lydia, in Westchester, you may be actually seeing some of that voter apathy we're seeing in the early numbers in the Bronx leak on up into Westchester, right? Because like you said, that's kind of the bluest parts of Westchester with the closest areas to the Bronx right there. The Bronx early turnout actually was almost less than Staten Island. You got to remember the Bronx has three, almost four times the amount of people that live in the Bronx than just And Staten Island. And Staten Island, which traditionally votes Republican, a lot of blue dog Democrats in Staten Island actually ended up almost surpassing them from an early vote total.
3: But Westchester is a little more progressive than Long Island. Yes, it's a suburb. Yes, there are Mm -hmm. a lot of commuters. But it seems to attract a, a slightly more liberal uh, mm-hmm. demographic. Yeah. So I
1: think the major the major issue for a lot of voters here. This is Lydia because we have two women in the studio, which is very rare. So I'm very happy. that Laura's <laughs> there. You've so so company, I want to say Lydia. who I am because I don't want people to get confused. Uh, is the is the abortion issue. A lot of my friends, you know, were the, the suburban one. moms here, and that was the major issue. They were like, "I, I don't want Zeldin to reverse abortion access." Do you? Think I myself, he, pro- he
3: inoculated himself with that ad uh, sufficiently.
0: I think he did, I, and he said the same thing during the debate. He said, time and time again, he has no plans of changing anything. But and do you they, think they that, don't hear that, it. It.
3: that calmed women down? no, no no, 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 no. Anybody I'll who brings you, up it, abortion It calmed, is it calmed there. women down. It okay. calmed women down. I don't think my, so.
0: I don't think so. No, I, I, I think, well, this I, is a woman saying it. So well, that's let's, true. <laughs> You're right. But she, but don't forget, she's biased. She's a uh, Zeldin uh, supporter. No, him, but-
1: no. My friend, I am I always try to talk about like, you know, when I talk to people, I still can't take off my reporter hat. My husband says it to me all the time. Can you just not be a journalist for once in your life? So every time we get it together with these like family functions, I was just at a wedding this weekend and I was talking to one of my my cousins who, she's a, you know, staunch Democrat. She actually, she, she has a lot of uh, Republican policies that she's for, but she said she's like I would rather pay $100 a gallon gas versus vote for a guy who's going to overturn the rights for a woman and legislate my private parts and she has a daughter and all these things but then she said that the Zeldin ad did calm her down however I think Zeldin should have put out that ad and talked about abortion instead of ignoring it like Molinaro did and I think that's what cost him the race the last time and just you know take it head on people are voters people are not stupid voters are savvy I wish he had addressed it much earlier on I also wish he had put ads out with his wife and his two beautiful children earlier on because the Democrats were painting him like this ultra MAGA crazy, you know, gun toting maniac. And he's just a regular hardworking middle-class guy with a beautiful wife, two kids, and he works in a nice working class neighborhood. So I, I mean, I just, that's the only thing, but I do, you know, obviously he's doing an amazing job with focusing on crime, crime, crime. And now that I think people are getting to know him as a person versus just a politician, because remember, nobody knew who he was. Kathy Hochul's the one who gave him name recognition. Now people are really starting to like him. So I think that's also what helped this momentum and why I think this race is going to be very close. But I think he'll need more than 30 percent in the city than what Pataki did in 1994 because we have more Democrats. It's only, what, 22 percent of Republicans in New York State. So the fact that this race is even close means Kathy Hochul is a failure. How about that?
0: Uh, I couldn't agree more. But in the end, if she wins, she wins. So she will be a failure if it's a close race. But if she wins, she wins, and there are no moral victories when it comes to politics. Bottom line is, she's going to run the state, and that's bad news for everybody, Republicans and Democrats. As always, terrific job. You can catch Lydia sitting alongside John Katzmatidis every weekday afternoon at 5 o'clock. That's a great show. Katz at night, you can follow Lydia at LydiaNews1 on Instagram, at the- LydiaNews on Twitter. Anything else? And
1: this- And this report is sponsored by Benjamin Steakhouse. Visit Benjamin Steakhouse and experience sizzling steaks, top-notch service, fresh seafood. Let me tell you, the service here is fantastic. And I think a lot of them might be Zelda supporters, maybe I should say. But (laughs) uh, by far, my favorite steakhouse (laughs) in Westchester and midtown Manhattan dot com. one last thing. If Hoka wins, expect a lot more people to die, okay? That's the one thing we know. And not just <laughs> with out. the bail yeah. reform. Yeah. You see a lot of people out there doing drugs, the fact that she's decriminalized drug use. It's really sad that a lot of New Yorkers have to learn the hard way. All
0: right, thank you. So let me go to you for a second. Uh, you just heard what Lydia said on the way out, Laura Curran. And, um, you know, even some Republicans will say, hey, calm down. You're exagger- exaggerating just a bit. I mean, I want Zeldin to win. I know there's a crime issue. There's no doubt about it. But this, you know, hysteria. People are going to die, and blah, blah blah. Just calm down, just a little. You made a face. Like yeah. To say. Yes,
3: I, I, I felt that that was really hyper ber, hyper. What is the word? Hyperbole. 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 Yeah. Hyperbole. Eric Adams. Says I'm, trying to, make, I'm trying to make a, an adjective <laughs> out of it. Um, I, I I do have empathy for Kathy Hochul. Think about it. 14 months ago, she became the governor and she had been kept in the sidelines kept in the background by the by the previous administration by the Cuomo administration becomes governor and candidate on exactly the same day she's got to run the state covid's just coming out of covid there's crime issues there's all this political stuff she has to deal with then she has to also be a campaigner raise money introduce herself to people It's like spinning 14 plates in the air at the same time. She has managed to keep her cool, to keep her composure. I believe she's doing the best she can. I don't think she's been well served by her political consultants. I will say that. Uh, But but I think saying that she's responsible for people dying – is a bit hyperbolic. In, okay, in the... but
0: you, you seem to have empathy for her and Eric Adams. I have no empathy for her. I think she is a horrible governor. Uh, I think that she has sat on these sidelines and watched this and done nothing about it. She's corrupt, there's no question about it. That stadium deal with her husband, her lieutenant governor, Benjamin, getting arrested. I mean, there's four or five different controversies in and around her leadership it's been that rough. we don't see in years. It's so I have zero empathy for, for her and little for Eric I, Adams. But that's I, fine, you're a much nicer person
2: yeah. than I am. I, I would also <laughs> say I'm, I'm also empathetic. For Joe Biden. I'm also empathetic (laughs) for John (laughs) Fetterman, just in the same way that I'm empathetic for Kathy Hochul. So, uh, in my empathy, I would love to relieve her of her duties and actually, (laughs) on January 1st, uh, give somebody who I believe can do the job well. Like Lee Zeldin and not somebody who actually was kept in the background for so long, somebody who was painted as a moderate and is governed as the most liberal governor of the previous 56 and now the 57th governor in our state's history. Well,
0: let's talk how, how about think- that. Hold on, let's talk about okay. that for a second, because Joe Biden ran as a moderate. And he is left of Bernie Sanders. To Andrew's point, he's exactly right. She claims she's a moderate. She's still left of Bernie Sanders. What is it with Democrats these days, Laura, claiming they're one thing and then you buy it and then clearly you bought a different set of goods?
3: Well, it was interesting with Biden because he ran to bring the temperature down, to calm everyone down, to Unity. bring us together. Yeah. And that people don't feel that way. People don't feel that that has been the case. Uh, what's going to be interesting if Zeldin does win is how— he works with the very democratic legislature. Mm-hmm. Will there be gridlock? And is that a bad thing necessarily? But will, you know, will or will it just be political theater, press conferences and statements and attacks and Social media, is it just going to be political theater but nothing actually well, getting good done question. for people?
2: Andrew, you had to think about yeah. that because you ran for that position, governor. What about what you just asked? Well, I, I think – and this goes back to the Pataki and Sheldon Silver lawsuits back in the – uh, I think it might even been before 2000. I think it was during Pataki's first or second term right there, which actually gave the governor of New York an extraordinary amount of power compared to the other 49 governors – in the budgeting process to the point where the legislature can actually only yeah. take away. They can't add during the budgeting process. So I think Zeldin's going to be able to understand how to utilize that budgeting process to get the leverage he needs over the legislature. But maybe the most important job in the Zeldin administration, let's, we're getting far ahead of ourselves at this point. But if Zeldin does get elected, that director of legislative affairs could very well be his mm. most important job that yep. he needs to fill in that Bingham. administration. Yep.